tactics. Now, Napoleon's career was entirely dependent on the situation which de la Tour Dupin described, and he admitted it. I am, he said, a child of the revolution. His career was not unique. He was. And what I want to do first is just to set out the structural conditions, constraints, um, under which Napoleon rose to power. Now, the revolution changed the career prospects for everybody. An open society meant careers literally open to the talents, as it was called. And this was another consequence of the principle of equality. There were no longer any guilds to prevent you from practicing a trade. No class or religious restrictions. You could be anything that you wanted to be. There was no chance for Napoleon to rise under the old regime. Although he had enough noble ancestry to get into the cadet academy, he had neither money nor connections at court. Hence, the great generals of the Napoleonic Wars came from varied social backgrounds, but all were, of course, very young. And here are the ages of Napoleon and his marshals in 1799. Napoleon was 30, Massena was 41, Ney was 30, Murat was 32, Bernadotte 36, Davout 29, Junot 28, Lannes 30, and so on. Now a brief biography of Napoleon Bonaparte's necessary at this point to illustrate uh, what I'm talking about. He was born on August 15, 1769, in Ajaccio, Corsica, shortly after the island had been, seceded by, had been uh, ceded by the Genoese Republic to France. He was the fourth child of Carlo Buonaparte, who was a lawyer, and his wife, Letizia Ramolino. His father belonged to an ancient Tuscan noble family, which had emigrated to Corsica in the 16th century, and that was a stroke of luck, because that four quarters of nobility which the Buonaparte family had was enough to let Napoleon get into um, a, a military academy. He would have had no military career at all if his father had not had that background. So he was able to enter a military academy and he was commissioned an officer in the artillery at the age of 16 in 1787. He read a lot of Enlightenment literature which was exactly what Robespierre was doing at the same time, although not common among army officers then or for that matter now. But he would, like Robespierre, have died in obscurity had it not been for the revolution. For comparison, of the 26 marshals of the empire, 16 started as troopers or privates. Victor was a drummer boy, Massena a smuggler, and Augereau a Parisian slum child. None of these people would have made it. So the army was not a Napoleonic creation. The origin of the new French tactics arose from the character of the new French society. And the new French army had many similarities to the American Continental Army of 1776 to 1783. It was an ad hoc, unplanned creation. Why? Well, because there were large-scale defections of former royal officers who were nobles, and the terror eliminated many who had the wrong background. De la Tour du Pain, was himself guillotined by the terror in 1794, not because he was disloyal, but because he was a count. The effect of the defections and the executions was to produce a disintegration of the military structures and the lack of discipline and traditional training. So there were several unusual features of the French army by 1793. One, it had no proper training anymore. Two, it had no decent supply system. And three, it had, by compensation, the ability to mobilize very, very large numbers of people. The French Revolution's greatest military innovation was the draft. 
the introduction of universal conscription. The so-called levée en masse meant total mobilization of a whole society for the first time in human history. The decree of August 23, 1793 declared, and I quote, from this moment until such time as our enemies have been expelled from the territories of the Republic, all Frenchmen are in a permanent state of requisition for service in the armies. The young will go to fight. Married men will forge weapons and transport foodstuffs. Women will make tents and clothes and serve in the hospitals, while children will shred old linen and old men will be taken to the public squares to rouse the courage of the young soldiers and to preach hatred of kings and, need, and the need for republican unity. This was a unique explosion of national power. It was a stark contrast with the professional army of the old regime, which used impressment, beating, and drill. Half the army